Welcome, Welcome to the Nightly Rant with your hosts, Mike and Toria. This is the show where we examine society from a sarcastic point of view. If you like insane conversations, this is definitely the show for you. Let's get into today's topic. YPN people, I don't know about you, but I love helping out a friend. That's why I want to shout out my friend Brian Little and his podcast, Your Favorite Blockhead. This is the only show that manages to weave together peanuts and MMA into one heck of an amazing podcast. You can find your favorite blockhead wherever your favorite podcasts reside and at yourfavoriteblockhead.com. Do me a huge favor and listen to Brian's show. You'll be entertained and you'll help out a friend. Now, as I said, let's get into today's topic. So, that was an amazing Super Bowl. Was it? I enjoyed that game so much. I think I enjoyed it so much because I did not ha- care, really truly care which team won. Uh, I kind of picked the Chiefs because of a friend of mine and the fact that uh, I really don't like the San Francisco 49ers. You want to know what I enjoyed about the Super Bowl? The Tide commercial. That was it, I know wasn't much that you liked about it. Well, no. The Tide commercial went through all commercial segments. So it's, it's more than you'd think. Well, but I didn't think the commercials were all that great this year. No, that was the only good part. I even talked about this with one of my clients the other day. Interesting. Um, yeah. So I wanted to talk to you about um, a frustrating topic. And this topic is directly related to things that go on in our life. But I want to talk about people who either change the rules or change what rules they choose to enforce without any kind of notice. Well, we all know what brought this topic on. Well, what brought this topic on? The arbitrary changes of rules in our building. Yeah, um... Well, arbitrary, non-enforced compliance of rules that suddenly changed into, sweet Jesus, I'm the supreme pope of all things. Well, you're being too vague. I was kind of hoping when I said what brought it on that you'd actually say what brought it on. But since you're not, I'll say it. it. We've lived here for over four years. And for most of that time, our Karen Terrier, Yogi the CEO of the Yogi's Podcast Network, has run off leash when we're inside of the building. Now, when we leave the building, we always put him on a leash because only a moron would let their dog walk out in the busy street with no leash. But we <laughs> keep him on the leash, and he's he's really good about being off the leash. And when he's not good and he doesn't listen, the next time we go out, he's on the leash. And it's not like it's not like we let this dog misbehave and just continually let him misbehave and ignore the fact that he's misbehaving. We take care of business. Would you agree? Yes. And yet, suddenly we have a change in the management here. New management is afraid of dogs, very clearly. But the existing person who used to work here all this time is um, suddenly becoming a power-hungry Fascist. Fascist? To use a word that Mitchell loves so much? Well, Fascist. And like, to explain, 
you know, there we are. We're walking the dog, and we have a path that we follow when we walk the dog inside our building. And we have a path that we walk our dog inside the building. And we're walking, and one night, the guy comes down the stairs, and he's like, breaking the rules, breaking the rules. That's your third warning. We have not had three warnings. We've literally had no warnings because have you gotten anything in writing that says you've been warned? Nope, nothing. Neither have I. Never. And he's like, dog needs to be on a leash. Dog needs to be on a leash. I haven't even gotten any verbal communication about it before that. And like, okay, just to tell you guys, I'm sure some of you are sitting there going, well, you know, if the dog's supposed to be on a leash, then put him on a leash. Let me explain something to you guys. As soon as he said that, we kind of converted to during the daytime hours while that person is here that's afraid of the dogs, we put him on a leash. But in the evenings and the weekends, we don't put him on a leash. We've never had a complaint from a neighbor. No other resident has ever complained. In fact, they all love this dog. Yes. The majority of people who interact with him on a regular basis think he's the sweetest little demon in the entire universe. And and so why is that a problem? Like, okay, I'll tell you why it's a problem. When you allow something to happen for such a long time, it's okay to change your mind and decide you want to do things differently. But for crying out loud... Come to someone and say, hey, I know we've been, you know, acknowledge your part in it. I know we've been ignoring this, but really he should be on a leash, and I would appreciate it if you put him on a leash. And guess what? I'd put him on a damn leash. Yep, you sure would. But when you're going to be passive aggressive and yell at me, breaking the rules, breaking the rules. My God, this is a person who works for the company, lives here, but breaks the rules constantly. Between his his brother and him, he has six parking spaces when they're only supposed to have four. Let's not mention the baseball in the parking area. Playing baseball in the parking area. Leaving, leaving um, storage things in the parking spots where they're not supposed to be. Or the fact that whenever it's a holiday, 17,000 children rampage through the building, destroying the plants and leaving all their trash everywhere. Yeah, all these things. And like... I immediately, I'm going to see if I can find it while we're talking, but I immediately complained to a friend of ours, and in my complaint, I listed so many issues. I said, maybe they should clean the muddy footprints that were out there since May of 2019. Yeah. It's now February of 2020, (laughs) and in May, I complained because our next-door neighbors have children, no problem, and they had a pool party with other kids, and they all got muddy feet because they were coming up the stairs and down the stairs, and at the top of our stairs are muddy footprints, and I can say are muddy footprints because they're still there, (laughs) you know, or maybe he should only take four parking spaces total for his whole family instead of six or maybe his kids shouldn't be riding scooters in the building since there's a sign that says no skateboards and no scooters or maybe he shouldn't have patio furniture outside of his front door because the lease says that's prohibited or maybe he should clean the second and third floors once in a while or maybe he should get rid of the illegal airbnb that's in the building Or possibly he should fix the outside of the gate so that condensation doesn't constantly form on it and keep it from closing. The stupidest reason for a security gate to fail that I've 
ever seen. And maybe he should make sure the mailboxes aren't broken into again. And maybe they should change the gate code since we all know they've been compromised. Is that a long enough list? And I could go on. I don't think you got all the things. I could go on and on <laughs> and on and on and on and on. But you're going to come to me and be breaking the rules, breaking the rules. Stick your breaking the rules straight up your ass. In case anybody wondered how he felt about this. Stick, you're breaking the rules straight up Like, what's your wrong ass. with you? And, like, this happens a lot in society where usually it's an inequity. Like, you, one, person, uh, one person does something, someone else does something differently, and the second person or the first person, one or the other, gets chastised and told not to do it, while the other one gets to continue to do it that way. So that's usually they play favorites. That's also frustrating. That's frustrating, but it's different than, you know, changing the rules or or not enforcing the rules. And that's and that's what we're talking about here. It's like it's like, you know, I'm gonna be honest with you. It's one of the big reasons why I don't go on Facebook anymore. Because you guys, we ran a campaign, as you know, we talked about it ad nauseum here. And these people would post five derogatory messages. All the ex- I mean, I'm talking the same exact message. They would literally screenshot it and post it over and over and over again. And we would complain about all five of them. And two of them would get taken down because they, quote, violate community standards. (laughs) And the other three would stay because they, quote, don't violate community standards. I mean, I'm going to give you one right now. I just reported something on Instagram. And Yes, this one's going to have an E on it for explicit. So if you have kids listening right now, you're going to want to cover their ears, pause this until they're gone, because I'm about to say something that kids shouldn't hear. (laughs) But I, you know, anyone who uses Instagram knows that you get a lot of direct messages from spammers trying to sell you shit and whatever. And one of the big things that goes on on Instagram is you get women who, like, they dress in bikinis all the time or lingerie, and then eventually they send you a DM that says, hey, I have you know nudie photos over here if you want to pay. I block those sons, bitches. I'm tired of that shit. Like I said, what do I need to pay for your fucking porn for? I can get fucking porn for free a thousand places on the internet if that's what I want. I don't need your shit. But what irritated me was I get this message today, on, and it comes up on the message request, so clearly we're not connected. And it says, hey, if you want to see my sex show, come over here. And the picture is like, just imagine a woman bent over about to take it from behind. And ain't nothing covering that shit either. Okay? Horrifying. I reported it. Not 30 seconds later, I get, your report has been reviewed. It does not violate community standards. (laughs) Okie dokie. Didn't know naked vagina and butt cheeks were okay on Instagram. I mean, isn't that why all these whack jobs put stars and emojis over that shit? Did you report it again? Oh, yeah. And it came back 10 seconds later. Doesn't violate standards. So I give up. I give up. But that is why I'm no longer on Facebook because you. how can you tell me that five identical posts, only two of them are bad and the other three aren't? Well, I would also like to know why it violates community standards to tell somebody to fuck off and leave you alone in a private message. Is that not a private message? Why is it violating the community standards? Because the standards for the community 
also apply to private messages because if they didn't apply it to private messages, you could send all the naked photos to other people that don't want them. I could comment on somebody's post to fuck off and leave me alone and it would not get removed. If someone complained about it, standards. if someone complained about it, it might. And that, and you're all you're doing is proving my point. It's bullshit. There's an inconsistency. And then they exists. don't even tell me why. Well, or that, what? Sorry, what was that? Recorded? To me, is the stupidest point. Like, how do I even know it was the fuck off and leave I mean, me alone? I mean, they want you to engage with other people constantly, and maybe you sent a hundred messages that day. Something you, did. something you posted was in violation of community standards. If it happens again, your account could be shut off. Wow, that's really helpful. Thanks for not even letting me know what it was. It's really helpful. I even went back and I read the message thread again to see if they had removed the offensive message. There's no messages missing from that message thread. That means it probably wasn't even that. It well, was something and, else. And right here's the problem. You have no fucking idea what the problem really is. So how are you supposed to stop doing it? It's like... Or it's when like, the problem occurred. Give you guys an example, since you you know maybe you can't wrap your head around social media stupidity. But suppose you have a significant other, and they do something that drives you crazy, and you literally say, "If you do that thing again, I'm going to yell at you," because I'm fucking sick and tired of you doing that thing. What do you think the next thing your <laughs> significant other is probably going to say? What thing? What thing? And if you don't answer. How on God's green earth do you expect them to know the thing that you don't want them to do? <laughs> right? And that's literally what they've done. They've said, you did a thing that we don't like, so don't do it again. But we're not going to tell you what the thing was that you did. Yogi, you did a thing that I don't like. Stop we're just going to lecture you on the fact that you did a thing and shouldn't do the thing. Like, what the hell is wrong with them? What? And, and this is what bothers me is that these complaints are responded to by an automated system now right i 100 percent understand that there's too many people using the platform for them to have a human review everything but i personally think a certain percentage have got to be reviewed by a human at the lowest level and here's why when they look at something they themselves could look at it then take the automated system and run it against it and see what answer it gets and if the answer doesn't conform with what they're saying, so let's say they say it violates standards and the automated system says it doesn't, they can add a little tweak to the software so that next time it will find that offensive and suddenly you have consistency. I think it would be just as effective to have some kind of appeal on both sides that it goes and it is reviewed by a human. But how can you appeal if you don't know what you're appealing? Exactly. They would have to also tell you what you did that annoyed them. That's the frustrating part. Stupid Facebook. And like, like sometimes even Instagram, they'll remove something and they'll say, we have let Joe Blow know that their content was offensive. But I guarantee you, hey, I ran that one Instagram for a while to try to grow it and grow it and grow it. Uh -huh. And then when they took it down, they told me I could get it put back up. I just had to answer a few questions. Uh -huh. I didn't care. I let it die. Right. I'm not going to sit there. It was. I had accomplished what I wanted to accomplish. And quite frankly, it was getting tired. Sounds crazy as a man. But it was getting tiresome posting those pictures. Like It was getting tiresome. I was getting dis just disgusted by having to deal with it anymore. So it was nice that it died, actually. But when it died, I was told... 
something something you posted violated community guidelines and was reported, and we have removed it from your feed. Well, I had 250 pictures. Do you think I know what picture it was? Right. Thanks for the help. Just like I actually spent a decent amount of time on Facebook the last two days. I was commenting on things. I have absolutely no idea what I did to offend the Facebook Jesus. Yeah, it's... Though I'm that, not sure I care at this point. Either. So that kind of, you know, how did we get off on this tangent? Because it comes right back to... Inconsistency. If there's a rule, you should enforce it consistently or you should not enforce it consistently. And whichever one you choose, you're allowed to change your mind later. But if you're going to change your mind, you need to let people know that you're changing your mind. Exactly. And give them time to react. Screaming at me that, breaking the rules, breaking the rules, that just makes you look like an asshole. You realize that's what Facebook is doing. Yes. And it makes you look like an asshole. Dear Facebook. And nobody wants to do that. You look like an asshole. Nobody wants to do that. I posted in their community forums asking, what the fuck, by the way. (laughs) And you'll just get an answer that nobody knows. I'm sure. But at least my complaint has been registered. My guess is even they don't know what it is you did anymore. They've responded to it and it's done. I'm sure. That's the unfortunate thing about having a platform that has several billion users. But like, okay, maybe people don't see this as a quote rule, but like I thought of another one. Like like Amazon, you know, was a big deal when they started Prime. And, you know, people are like, well, I'm going to pay the $80 because I order so much stuff from there that being able to get it in two days for free is worth it to me. And to have to pay, originally it was, you know, you'd pay $3.99 an item to get it the next day. Right. And then over time, as people got caught on and used it more and more and more, I think they realized that they were upside down on the profit margin with that. Uh And so they started tweaking how things work. Well, what drives me absolutely nuts is now every time I order something from Amazon, you get that page that follows after you submit your order Uh that says, these items are guaranteed delivery by whatever the date. Uh I screenshot it. You know why I screenshot it? Because so many times something's supposed to come in two days, shows up in four days, and then when you call them, you know what they tell you? Well, the two days didn't start until Monday. It didn't start on Friday. It starts on Monday because that's when the item is going to be available. Well, then tell me that. Nobody cares as long as you tell them the truth. Well, because that's hey. cha- to me, that's changing the rules. The rules are, I paid for Prime. I picked two-day delivery. You told me two-day delivery was good. It's Friday. I should get it on Sunday, which, by the way, I've gotten things same day on Sunday before they didn't even expect to. For example, the phone case I ordered today, it was guaranteed delivery tomorrow. It said Tuesday when I ordered it. Guaranteed delivery, Tuesday, February 11th. Now I check in the app. says it's not coming till Wednesday. Yeah, but you probably didn't screenshot it. Of course not. Because if you screenshotted it, the next thing you do is you call support and get an email address and send it to them and be like, yo, it told me it was guaranteed by the 11th. Now it's not coming until the 12th. Yeah, but I never have a great time when I talk to their customer service. Well, and here's the thing. Why does that matter? People are asking out there. I hear them. I hear you guys. Why does it matter? It's only one day. I don't like being lied to. Well, let me ask you a question. What if it was... I don't know, a laptop charger. And I had a choice. I could go to Best Buy and pay $40 for the laptop charger and get it right now. Or I could go and spend $35 on Amazon and get it tomorrow. And I've chosen to wait until tomorrow, but I absolutely have to have this thing. 
And so I'm paying the $35, and I'm going to get it tomorrow because I'm going to save $5, and one day it won't kill me. And then it doesn't come till three days later. And then it not for another couple days? No. That's not fair. I could have gone and bought it for $40 and brought it home same fucking day, but I chose to believe you that you were going to deliver it tomorrow. That's why the rules matter. And here's the thing. They've never, I see nothing on their website that ever explains that there's a potentially a day when the product will become available, and uh, other than pre-orders, potentially a day the product will become available, and that the prime ticking TikTok clock starts when that product becomes available. You know what the problem with that is? Amazon is over-promising and under-delivering. If they told me that it was going to come on Thursday and then it came on Wednesday, I'd be like, oh, yeah, Amazon's the bomb. Well, but here's the thing. Thanks, Amazon. But here's the thing. Did you get an email telling you that the timing had been changed? Did you get an email? I don't get the email from Amazon. No email saying the timing's been changed. And that, too, is a simple solution to this problem. Sweet Jesus, do you remember the Chromebook charger issue? I know that's what you were referring to. Yeah. (laughs) The whole thing is fucked up. Like... Follow your damn fucking rules and everything's gonna be okay. It's like we say, like with with Philo, like we want we have Philo, our streaming service, and we don't like that sometimes it'll say something's new when it's not new. But that's because they take shows that are similar, like like we watch a 90 day fiance and then they have pillow talk. Well, pillow talk is not 90 day fiance, if you ask me. It's its own show. And so that's one thing that Sling did better. Remember? It yeah. used to have it under a different name. Well, that works better because it is a different name. And then you know, I don't watch that one, so I'm not going to ever see that one, so I don't care. But it shows up as new, and it's not new because we already saw the episode. And maybe some people are crazy enough that they watch both. But here's my problem. If I watch only Pillow Talk, I miss part of what actually happened. And if I watch only the other thing that I don't see the humor in Pillow Talk, but I certainly don't want to watch both because then I end up watching the damn episode twice <laughs> right so there's no easy solution to that other than to move it out of there and not make it new but at least they're consistent they're doing something you're aware that they're doing it so when you see something new that you don't think should have something new you check it and go oh look it's not really new it's just this pillow talk thing and you're aware ahead of time and it's not as frustrating then but to expect something. I mean, what if you hadn't checked? Then tomorrow at like 8.30, I'd be like, fuck Amazon. Where's my shit? Well, yeah. In episode, in episode 303, you'd be complaining about it. Rightfully so. I mean, what is the harm? Even if they sent, even if they sent a push notification saying, there's been a slight delay. Your package is coming on Wednesday. I'd be like, all right. Thanks for letting me know, bitches. So I don't have any more examples. Neither do I. So before we move on to the new segment, which is going to be our top three list, I wanted to mention to you guys that we do a lot of writing in our business, and especially with the Yogi's Podcast Network. And I would not be able to survive if I did not use this particular software called Grammarly. You like Grammarly, don't you? I sure do. It proofreads all my stuff. Grammarly is spelled G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y. Grammarly. So grammar with the L-Y. Now, you like it, right? Why do you like Grammarly so much? Because I have really, really shit punctuation. And it fixes that, right? It certainly does. 
How does it work though? Like, what is it difficult to use? No, no, especially it, not if you use the um, addition plugin for Google Docs. Then yeah. it does it right in there. Yeah, it helps you by showing you that. Oh, you know, it underlines it in red. You mouse over it. It tells you it's suggestion. You have a choice. And if you use it this way, it works really well. You have a choice. Accept the change or ignore. Well, and, and if you ignore, it doesn't bother you anymore. Well, and it also, it doesn't just correct grammar anymore. It also corrects the tone of what you're writing. So if you write something and you want it to have a professional tone, it will suggest different terminology to put it in different places yeah. so you can get the tone you want. And it's becoming more and more, like like you said, like they have a plugin for Google Docs. It's becoming more and more widespread. But I find it really super helpful. And I use it all the dang time because I can just quickly whip together some document and then run it through Grammarly, and it's beautiful. So if you guys want to find out about Grammarly, and I know they have a free trial, it's a great thing to try, go to yogispodcastnetwork.com forward slash Grammarly, and yes, we get a little tiny commission, but you don't pay anything more. And the reason that I always mention that is because I want you to understand that if something's $9.99 a month, let's say, just because we get a little bit of a commission, it doesn't charge you extra. You're still getting paying, you're still paying $9.99 a month. It works like a food delivery service minus the delivery charge. You know, it's like we get a little tiny stipend. So yogispodcastnetwork.com forward slash grammarly. Give it a try. It's going to improve your writing. You're going to look a lot more intelligent, and people are going to hire you because you're such an intelligent person with such a big vocabulary. The top three list. Today, we are going to talk about our three favorite fast food hamburgers. Now, I want you guys to understand that we're not ranking these number one, number two, number three, number three, number two, number one. We're just telling you our favorite three fast food hamburgers. Now, I'm going to start, then you'll go, then you'll go again, then I'll go, then I'll go again, and then you'll finish. So, for me... In my top three of all time favorite fast food hamburgers, Shake Shack. In-N-Out Burger. In-N-Out Burger and? Strangely, Carl's Jr. Carl's Jr. Not bad. Um, Wendy's. Huh? And Fat Burger. Five guys. Five guys. So there you have it. For me, I have Wendy's. I have Shake Shack. What was my other one? Fat Burger. And Fat Burger. And you have? In-N-Out Burger, Carl's Jr., and Five Guys. Exciting stuff, guys. Try them out. Go have some cheeseburgers, people. Tell them the nightly rant sent you, and they'll look at you like they don't know what the hell you're talking about, but that's okay. <laughs> Tell them anyway. Help us spread the word. And guys, if you like this show, rate us. Uh, five stars give us a five star rating and give us a little bit of a review on um apple podcasts and google play podcasts help us out share the episodes with your friends on social media help us out subscribe to our youtube channel yogi's podcast network on youtube and every episode gets put up there as well please help us out spread the word and with that rambling done, good night, everyone.
Hasta la bye-bye. Thank you for listening to The Nightly Rant. If you enjoyed the show, please give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or Google Play. If you didn't enjoy the show, please just ignore that previous request for a rating. This has been a Yogi's Podcast Network production.